Alongside Motorsport, we catch up with young Formula 3 star, Ricky Capo. I hope you'll stay with us. Ricky Cabot joins us on the line now after taking out the first round of the Nationals for the Formula 3. Congratulations. Very interesting weekend at the Shannon's Nationals opener at Sandown. Absolutely. Firstly, thank you for having me. It was a great experience for myself and the team, especially since uh, we had a different, we had a new car for this season, and I was a little nervous going in as we hadn't had that much experience in regards to testing. So to get away with the win was a nice surprise. And all through the weekend was an amazing, uh, was amazing how close the speed was. I think at one stage at practice, you were split by 0.1 of a second over uh, Collins. Absolutely. The competition was quite strong. Even in that final race, our quickest lap times were half a tenth apart. So it was, it was consistent throughout the whole weekend. I had to work for it as hard as I could. And rumour has it there'll be new drivers, more experienced drivers coming through at the second round and onwards. So I think the competition is just going to get hotter and hotter. Mm. Now, an interesting choice for yourself to uh, run in Formula 3 when so much focus has been talked about young drivers going to Formula 4. What was the decision-making process for your stepping uh, into Formula 3 this year? Well, without being too political about it, Formula 3, we knew that there were going to be consistent numbers. We knew what the price was, especially because we did the series last year. So we were quite confident going in with Formula 3. And even so, Formula 4 doesn't begin until June, I believe. So we wanted to get the season underway as soon as possible. And that was March as opposed to June for Formula 4. So, like I said, we just wanted to start racing as soon as possible and get as much experience. Mm. Now, when you're talking about uh, the price, a couple of your competitors out there have done some creative fundraising programs to get themselves onto the grid as well with uh, all sorts of billboards and, and other ideas to try and make motorsport accessible for them. Yeah, and I think that's great. I think that's absolutely great. That's what attracts people that's, and therefore sponsors, therefore money, and therefore these drivers can go racing. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that was the uh, fouracrepixelprogram.com that I'm talking about there. What about yourself? Obviously, motorsport isn't a uh, cheap sport when you compare it to the, the uh, stick and ball games where you really only need your uh, shorts and, and some shoes and you can go out and start playing. Absolutely. Sponsorship is critical. My sponsors are Janny King, Moderna Engineering, Bearing Logistics and Nanalyzer Family Fitness. And their help and support has been fantastic. But as always, I'm always looking for more sponsors because, like you said, it's not a cheap sport. And, of course, uh, leading the championship, it meant that you can, you know, refresh your advertising pack to go out once again. Absolutely. Our next round in May at Phillip Island, so I've got some time. Uh, to relax, but even so, we're already back to work. We have a two-day test at Phillip Island starting tomorrow. So I'm very very much looking forward to the next round. Phillip Island is probably my, my favourite track on the calendar, so I'm, I'm very excited. I can't wait. Yeah, 
interesting how the Shannon's Nationals has developed over the years and obviously you've been involved now for a little while but uh, not much has been made about the fact that you can watch all the races in the Shannon's Nationals, all the Sunday races in the Shannon's Nationals free and online. Yeah, and I think that's great. The Shannon's Nationals for me is, is a great series and I'm saying that as a competitor and a spectator. There's many series and like you said, you can watch it online live and then on television a couple of weeks later. Now you're mixing in a, uh, a, a university course at Swinburne University, which of course is well known for its media department there, as well as racing. So what's the end game for Ricky Capo? Well, my first step, well, my first dream, I should say, is definitely becoming a professional racing driver. I've said from the beginning, if I can get paid to race, that'd be amazing. And my biggest dream would be Formula One. But like I said, if I could get paid to race, that'd, that's a dream come true. Well, it's uh, always a tough career choice going into open wheelers when you're based out of Australia. Absolutely. It's definitely a, it's definitely a lot more popular and competitive in Europe. So I think that'll be our next step. But like, you, like we've been talk, uh, talking about, sponsorship plays a big part of it. And it's just getting that budget. Mm. Now, you're leading the championship at the moment. But Roland Legg... He's uh, not far behind. And, of course, uh, John Collins had a bit of drama towards the end of the weekend, which helped out your points tally. Yeah, Rollins and John, uh, they were very strong throughout the weekend. John had some problems as well as Rollins. So I think consistency is the key. And I think that's why we've got the points advantage so far. But there's six more rounds left, so I'm expecting the competition to be very strong. It's going to be an interesting time ahead. And like you said, Formula 3 seems to be on the upswing, which is great news for the Gold Star and, of course, for open-wheel racing because uh, we definitely need more open-wheel competitors if we want to continue the trend of Mark Webber and also of Daniel Ricciardo. Yes, I agree. Uh, absolutely. What was your progression? Do you start it in carts, I imagine? Yes, I started go-karting when I was seven, and last year was my first year in Formula 3, but previously I've done some Formula BMW experience. So, yeah, this is my second year racing in open wheelers. And uh, with the uh, Nationals, the first round of the new karting Nationals Championship at Todd Road over the Easter period, did you duck down there and have a look? I didn't. I was too busy, but I would have loved to. I was keeping up with all the the live streaming and the timing, and uh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be a surprise for me if we do a round of that in the KZ2 category later in the year. It's just a shame that some of them clash with the Formula 3 championship, but I was speaking to my father, Frank, today, and I think we'll be doing the final round at Geelong, so I'm very excited for that. All right. Well, we wish you all the best for the rest of 2015, obviously kicking off your Formula 3 campaign with a, a great start. 16-point lead over Roland Legg and then Trent Shervington on 25 points. John Collins on 23 and riding out the five is Shane Riding. And, and not much between you front runners at all, time-wise or, uh, or really, in uh, what the cars can produce. So it's all going to come down to driving. Absolutely, I agree. Well, thanks very much for your time. Ricky Capo joining us here on Inside Motorsport. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me.
Each week, find out what the men behind the V8 news know and what the drivers and teams are going to do next. It's interviews and opinions on inside supercars. Yeah, I yeah, think, uh, and that'll I had be a bit a to do with him too in the Dunlop series. Mm, sorry, about sorry, that, Kylie. Dad, talking over the top here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought, oh, I can talk about that. Tune in for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. In Formula One news, Lewis Hamilton has come back after a loss in Malaysia to win his second Grand Prix of the year in China. He spoke about the victory following the race, audio courtesy of Fox Sports. First of all, a fantastic job by the team. It was great to have a smooth weekend with, you know, getting the sessions and, and really dialing in the car. And, and today was kind of that effect of, of really putting the car in the place I wanted it. And it was really kind of just controlling the gap between myself and Nico and, and saving the tyres to when I needed to use them. And um, I, I, was, I had lots of left in my tyres at the end there, which I was looking forward to eking out a gap, but obviously the safety car came out. But uh, we have such great fans here this weekend. Thank you so much for the support, everyone. All the big banners means the world. The safety car at the end wasn't helpful for, I guess, for anyone, because it's kind of an anticlimax when you have a good race like that. But, um, you know, naturally, as long as no one was injured and uh, all the cars go back safely, uh, that's, that's all that matters. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and Inside bye Inside Motorsport now. is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.